0: what we do in the shadows is back that's right and if you're not watching what we do in the shadows um you should be watching it watch the movie first then watch season one and then watch season two which is starting tonight when i'm recording this wednesday april 15th 2020 it is one of the best shows on television right now and i'm so excited to watch it when i'm done recording this bullshit um if this is your first time listening this is the gory Gossip podcast the show made for horror fans with no time and a deep backlog I am your host Michael Amaral and this week we are covering The Craft uh, from 1996 directed by Andrew Fleming Um 90s goodness week I was feeling some 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 90s nostalgia so um I heard a lot of things about The Craft I know it has a uh, Pretty big cult following, so I wanted to check it out. Never seen it before, and I gotta say, I liked about sixty percent of it. <laughs> um, I think the movie is uh, this film is pretty bare bones in terms of plot and story. It's uh, let me read the let me read this thing here. A newcomer to a Catholic prep high school falls in with a trio of outcast teenage girls who practice witchcraft, and they all soon conjure up various spells and curses against those who anger them. So it's a typical 90s teenage angst um, story about witches. Uh, Main girl, played by Robin Tooney, who plays Sarah Bailey, comes to this uh, new school, and there are these three outcast girls who uh pretty much recruit her as their fourth to be a part of their coven um and from there just madness ensues it's got a lot of um i mean i was expecting a lot of late 90s buffy-esque type things that's kind of why i was into it for I, i love witch shit first of all and then buffy obviously so i was totally into the aesthetic of it um until it got to the end, which I'll get to. What I do have to say about this, though. Uh, cast is pretty crazy. It's got Nev Campbell, who I was like, hey, that's the scream girl. Didn't know she was in this. Uh, it's got Fairuza Balk, who plays. Uh, shit, what's her name? The girl from uh, Waterboy. Yeah, I think it's the Waterboy. But she's like super creepy in this movie and maybe overacted a little bit at multiple points. I mean a lot of the acting was overacted at multiple points in this movie. Um but I got to say I liked a lot of the witch shit that went on. There was a lot of uh like montage stuff that you would expect from a 90s movie of teenage girls fucking with people who were mean to them. And you got that. If that's what you were expecting, that's what this this most of this movie is. <laughs> Um, and they're kind of all, uh, casting spells to alleviate their problems. Um, so it's got that whole high school is hell metaphorical shit in it, and they're just trying to, to get by as witches. Um, so yeah, I dug like 60% of it, but once it got to the end, um, the three OG witches, obviously turn on uh, Robin Tooney's character Sarah, Sarah Bailey and uh, kick her out of the, the coven and turn on her and and uh, fuck with her life so that's when things got a little ridiculous and the the late low-budget 90s bad uh, CG came out <laughs> um, and that's where things kind of fell off for me and I was like all right. You were doing pretty good until you got to this point. And I can overlook it, but um, that's that's when it got, not bad, but just rough for me. Um, but yeah, The Craft, it was a cool movie. I don't really have much more to say about it. Uh, if you like 90s cheese campiness, you probably like this movie. I can understand why there's like a cult following for it. Um, the characters are cool. They're interesting. Cinematography is pretty good. Uh, Graphic, uh, the CGI is really bad. But other than that, it's a pretty good movie and I would check it out. I would give it it an okay. It's an okay movie. Um, What I want to do differently this week though, I want to read like some of the, um, I don't want to start doing this in the future because usually what I do is I'll go to Rotten Tomatoes or something and look up like what people are saying about the movie before I watch it. So what I want to do is like review it. Or talk about it in my own, like what I thought about it. And then I want to read some of the top critics from Rotten Tomatoes and what they said about it. Because they're kind of split 50-50 here. There's about 13 reviews. I'll just blow through them real quick. Um, Michael Wilmington from Chicago Tri- Tribune. What can you say about a movie that seems to be that seems to have con- been conceived like a trailer. and Written in exclamation points and gets stolen by the cinematographer. Uh, Wally Hout. Uh, Hammond at timeout, deliciously dangerous excursions into adolescent self-discovery. Uh, Owen Gleiberman, The Craft, at least for its first half, plays a satirical teen click horror movie Carrie meets early John Hughes. And there were um some Carrie vibes in it that I definitely um, picked out right away um, and recognized. Uh, Manuel Levy, Fleming's film begins prom- promisingly as a black comedy a la Heather's but then quickly succumbs to its machinery of special effects. This is yet another bad picture in a long list of Hollywood flops about witchcraft. I would disagree with that. Uh, Kevin Thomas at Los Angeles Times, it places heavy demands on four uh, lead actresses who come through in impressive fashion. Director and co-writer Andrew Fleming makes sure he and his stars deliver the goods. Stephen Holden, New York Times. The craft's surprisingly skittish fable of adolescent powerlessness, grandiosity, and the nursing of psychic wounds. Uh, Robert, Roger Ebert. The plot, in short, is beneath, beneath our interest, for sure. <laughs> what is intriguing is that the four actresses succeed in playing their characters as realistic, modern teenagers, the underside of the coin from Clueless. The movie's failure is one of imagination uh Susan I'm not even going to try to pronounce her last name from USA today if only the craft were as fresh as its enchanting lead quartet and I would agree with that I would say uh the lead characters definitely steal or kept my interest at all if if, if there was any interest it was because of the four uh lead characters Rita Kempley unfortunately this caddy black comedy is buried under an onslaught of unimaginative special effects <laughs> seems like everyone uh is complaining about those special effects. And the last one, Dave Kerr, with its sense of what can be accomplished on a small budget, the craft craft suggests the classic B-horrors of the 40s, particularly the cat people and the seventh victim. And I think that's what a lot of people, like, don't realize that this is really low budget. This wasn't, or at least it doesn't seem like, a big, budgeted Hollywood blockbuster flick. This was definitely low budget, and they were working with what they had. And it was the 90s, so shit was pretty cheesy. But overall, it was a pretty good movie. I dug it. Um, check it out. Let me know what you think. Do you like The Craft? Is it one of your favorites? Let me know. Tweet at me. At gory gossip. Um, well, shit, it's going to be a short episode. We're only freaking ten, eight minutes in. Um, Alright, it's going to be a short one. So let's get some news and we'll call it. Uh, first things first. David Bruckner to open the puzzle box and remake Hellraiser. I don't think Hellraiser's ever gotten a remake, or if it has, it's not It's been a long-ass time, like, over 20 years. Um, so I'm cool with that. Uh, I know, like, I always talk shit about remakes and stuff, but for horror, there hasn't been a lot in terms of remakes. So, one, that's clearly a horror classic and it hasn't been remade in so long. I'm all in for getting an adaptation for something new with this. And horror has had probably the most original content in the past decade. So I will give them a pass if they want to remake some stuff. It's better than freaking remaking Spider-Man 800 times. Um but yeah, David Bruckner who directed Night House and The Ritual Love that movie, The Ritual. If you haven't checked it out, check out The Ritual on Netflix like today. We'll watch What We Do in the Shadows first and then watch The Ritual because it's a freaking amazing movie. Um, as well as sections of bloody disgusting horror anthologies, VHS and Southbound, also both good. Wilhelm we'll The Feature, which will have, screen, uh, have a screenplay by Ben Collins and Luke Piotrowski. Collins and Piotrowski were behind uh, VHS spin off Siren, as well as the phenomenal coming of age, Super Dark Times. So yeah, I'm all in. Um, I'm not a huge Hellraiser fan. I know people that freaking love Hellraiser. I'm not a huge, I'm not into like the crazy, um, I know this was like the first big exploitation, weird fucking um, BDSM horror shit, but uh, I know a lot of people that are into Hellraiser and, and that kind of movie, but I just wasn't. Um, cool concept. I can see why people like it, but it just wasn't my thing. Uh, Spyglass is also developing the next scream with other VHS and Southbound filmmakers. Uh, Radio Silence, who also helmed the hilarious horror comedy Ready or Not. Ready or Not was, t- to be honest with you, one of my favorite movies of 2019. Um, so I think that'll be a perfect relationship <laughs> or a perfect, um, direction to go with first scream because ready or not was so good um all right moving on another remake <laughs> uh gary dauberman directing new james wan produced adaptation of stephen king's salem's lot now i just watched salem's lot for the first time like over the summer of 2019 and it's a pretty good movie um what's his name i don't remember his name the freaking vampire here but he's great so Uh, Yeah, last April, James Wan was producing a new take, or we learned that James Wan was producing a new take on Stephen King's vampire story, Salem's Lot, with Gary Dauberman, who did It, the Nun, and Annabelle Comes Home, attached to write the script, and we've learned today that Dauberman will also direct the film. Uh, He said, I did have a unique way into it, but again I think the book in its own so oh, I was when he's talking about it. Never mind. Yeah, not a lot of information going on here, but it's just confirmed that he'll be direct writing and directing it. Probably won't see that for a long ass time. Um and I've been talking about Resident Evil every single freaking week that I've been doing this podcast, so why not talk about it this week? Uh it is confirmed. Or I don't know if it's confirmed. Rumored, I guess confirmed rumored that uh, Resident, the next remake for Resident Evil will be Resident Evil 4. Uh, which I'm kind of bummed about because I feel like Resident Evil 4 is pretty new and it's so critically acclaimed. Um, I would have liked to see Resident Evil Zero or Resident Evil Code Veronica or something, something that wasn't so popular, um, get remade. But... You know, I'll take all the Resident Evil I can get. Uh, RE4 has been ported numerous times. That's another thing. The game's been on freaking every console, every generation. It's been on everything. You can play that game on your Xbox like today if you wanted to. Uh, Has been uh, ported numerous times since its original GameCube release, but this is the first time that it's being completely remade. While the significance of the game is reinventing the series... Can't be understated. Does it really need to get the remake treatment over, uh, say, Code Veronica X? I don't think so. I think Code Veronica or Resident Evil Zero or one of the less popular games that isn't freaking ported on every console ever could have been remade. And last bit of news for the week, uh, Sam Raimi is confirmed to be directing Doctor Strange. In the Multiverse of Madness, a horror-oriented sequel that will release on November 5th, 2021. Uh Hell yeah. I love Sam Raimi. I love Evil Dead. I love his style. So, this is going to be a weird-ass Doctor Strange movie, and I'm so excited for it. Uh Yeah, Doctor Strange 1 is super underrated, too. I feel like that's a really good Marvel movie that no one talks about, so... I can't wait to see what he does with this. And it's going to be horror-oriented, so uh, we will definitely talk about it here. Uh, Sam Raimi said, I loved Doctor Strange as a kid, Raimi said, during a conference call today to promote his Quibi anthology series, 50 States of Fright. He was probably number five for me for great comic book characters. He was so original. Benedict Cumberbatch will return as Doctor Strange in the sequel with everybody else. Elizabeth uh, Olsen, also expected to re- reprise their MCU roles. Um, so yeah, cool. I can't wait for that. Sam Raimi is doing Doctor Strange. Uh, so yeah, that'll do it. Uh, the Craft, okay movie. Some decent news this week. And um, make sure you follow on Twitter at Gory Gossip. And on Letterboxd at Gory Gossip. Watch what we do in the shadows tonight. I will probably be talking about um, this week's episode next week uh, on top of a movie review just to buy a little more time. And hopefully maybe next week will be the first week I'll bring a, I'll bring on another person to talk to because talking to myself is getting ridiculous and I don't know if I like it. So, yeah, stay tuned and uh, we'll see you next week.